there was a and is a time and place for pandemic restrictions. But when they were put in, it was always with the understanding that they would be removed as soon as we can. And in this case, circumstances have changed. Case counts are declining. Also, the science has changed. We know that vaccines protect very well against Omicron, which is the dominant variant. Everyone five and older have widespread access to vaccines. And we also know about one-way masking, the idea that even if other people around you are not wearing masks, if you wear a high-quality mask, that also protects you, the wearer, too. And so in this case, I'm not saying, I don't think anyone really is saying that no one should ever wear masks, but rather that the responsibility should shift from a government mandate imposed from the state or the local district of the school. Rather, it should shift to an individual responsibility by the family who can still decide that, that their child can wear a mask if needed. Hey, okay, folks. Welcome to the uh, Chitty Opinion Podcast. I am Soul, and don't forget you can always text or leave a voicemail at 339-224-4341. That was Leanna Wen flipping her own script magically on masking up children and masking up in general. Uh, I mentioned this the other day, I think briefly, when the headline came out. Um, a, a podcast, I think, Sunday, the other day. And now, I want everybody to take note before we get to the point of this whole podcast that um, all of a sudden, if you notice, a lot of there have been a lot of photos coming out from this past week of Democrat officials, Democrat politicians, Democrats running for poli- poli- uh, political office, um, showing themselves in photos, not wearing masks, whether it was uh, them in a school with masked up children and they don't have masks on, or them at a a super spreader event, sporting event, um, not wearing a mask or holding their breath, supposedly. There's also a lot of Democratic states like uh, New York and New Jersey talking about getting rid of these mask mandates and yada, 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 yada. And Leanna Wen, I played her... Clip specifically because she says, you know, the science and the numbers have changed. That is not true. There is no new numbers or new science on masks. It's been pretty much the same for the past year and a half. Uh, there was never a proper mask study ever done in this country, at least. There's been close to a couple that have been done. In, I think one major one, I believe it was in India. And all, they all prove the same thing they don't do shit the one study that the cdc was pointing out was done in arizona uh in schools that were actually closed and nobody was there so because they were learning remotely so that was that whole study that they used was a complete and utter lie surprise surprise you know the whole the, the propaganda machine at its finest and what if you look this up and you decide to kind of follow because a lot of these states are following like I said these blue these blue cities are following suit and it's interesting timing because as polls get worse as the first state of the union is coming up the first week of March all of a sudden places like New York and New Jersey for instance are going to all of a sudden drop these tyrannical rules on mask mandates the same the same time around the same time after probably after joe biden sits there and says that he's cured 
and solve the problem of COVID in this country when he's literally done absolutely nothing and nature has basically taken its course. Uh, the rest of the world, like Europe mostly, has pretty much avoided masking children overall uh, because it, and they never had uh, any problems on a large-scale basis that were any different whether they were masked or unmasked. So all of a sudden they want to flip the script because shit's hitting the fan and become heroes. They want to follow suit with everybody who's been saying for a year and a half, time after time, how stupid mask mandates and vax mandates and any mandate is, how ridiculous it all was. There's been a story that came out about Johns Hopkins that did a, uh, a study in 2019, a, a theoretical study, I think, I don't know if you call it a study, but a model, I guess you can call it, and if a respiratory, I guess you could say pandemic, I don't know if they use that word, epidemic, had occurred, then the things not to do was everything this government told us to do. That everything that did nothing, for instance, like New Jersey, I'll bring them up again, had the third worst uh, COVID death rate in the country, but they also had some of the most restrictive mandates in the country. You know, and then you have places like Florida that was supposed to be the cesspool of death that all the Democrat politicians seem to travel to, though, and they basically live their life. And nothing major happened there that was any different than anywhere else. And they would make you believe others, but, you know, otherwise. But if you ever ever did your own homework and looked up the numbers and realized that they were far lower than, in, than just about every blue state in the country, when their cases rose, they rose like every other sick case rises in the summertime when everybody's indoors in August. Just like in the wintertime here, everybody's indoors, so the cases rise here it's of, of sickness and illness. It's not, this isn't new science. You know, they, they, they ignored everything that was pretty much known you know, in the scientific community forever um, when it came to natural immunity. So now it's all bullshit. Now they're going to jump on this bandwagon or lead the bandwagon, I suppose, and act like they are the heroes. So... Just keep in mind on February 8th that this show had mentioned it and other shows, I'm sure, have also caught on to it and mentioned it as well. Uh, but this is what I want to get to the whole uh, point of this podcast. I have a commentary. I'm going to play you this clip for this new Showtime show called Everything. I think it's a docuseries called Everything's Gonna Be All White. So listen to this butte. When they pretend like they're the victim. <laughs> What's also annoying is when they, you know, when they kill us. What is fragile about whiteness when everything has been constructed around it? Every part of who I am has been distorted or criminalized. It's really just a bunch of white lies. <laughs> the storm in the Capitol! You're not patriots, you're ridiculous. One of the definitions of American whiteness is 
ignorance. White people, we are not your problem. You are. Should white people today feel any responsibility for slavery? <laughs> Hell yeah. White Jesus or black Jesus? Jesus was not white. Think of geography. Ain't no way Jesus walked around with blonde hair and blue eyes. White culture fears the end of the world. For us as native people, the end of the world already happened like multiple times. Symbols and monuments, these are mementos of racism. Bring that statue down. What about TCBY yogurt or something? Everybody can get behind. <laughs> the truth has to be told about history. We have to make sure that these stories are told from our perspective. There's always hope, you know what I'm saying? We don't give up. It's about obliterating systemic and institutionalized racism. This is a wild place, y'all. It's a wild place. I know Harriet and Frederick be up there just like, what is they gonna do? Okay, so, okay. Now call me naive as I was thinking a lot of this stuff was cooling down, this whole uh, communist Marxist racial divide that the left has tried to push on this um, on this nation in this wokeness, in this bullshit. Uh, I think it's utter crap. I think when, you know, this is another one of those things where it's like rules for, for them but not for anybody else, where you can put a whole docu-series around um, slandering a whole race and finding it funny and giggling about it and, yeah, and acting like victims. Now, if you, if you look this, look this uh, trailer up online and see the people they're interviewing, they all look pretty damn successful to me. I mean, they might not be. I could be. I don't even know who they were. I didn't recognize any of the faces. Uh, I don't really pay attention to um, faces as much as I, I you know, I, I would, I guess, on television or whatnot of their, because I don't really watch TV. But I don't know if they're, they're probably a little bit of everything, you know, comedians, political, pundits, activists, and yada, yada, yada. Now, it's a docu-series, and they had Asian people in this video Native Americans, I didn't see a Spanish person. They had to look like a Middle Eastern person and obviously black people as well. So if from what I can tell, and this is my interpretation of it, is they put together a docu-series with a bunch of people who cry victim when they're in a country that they, the only country they could probably, I can't say only, likely the most, the, the, the country that gave them the most opportunity to bitch and cry and make the money that they make and live the life that they want to live. And the while ignoring other factors and things that actually, and true problems that go run, uh, run around this whole world. And it's actually, to me, it's a closed-minded uh, concept to make a whole documentary, let alone a docu-series about white people being so bad and doing bad things and creating this and creating that. Well, you know what? If white people came over to this country and created it, it's because nobody else did. They, the Native Americans are going to cry about being pushed out of their land 
they then they need to also cry about how they were pushing other tribes out of their lands within this land. So it's not like every tribe found every Native American had their spot and they stayed there for, you know, hundreds of years. Okay, they also were pushing other tribes out of their own other out of their lands to take over their land just the same. They just did it within the the confines of this country. What what we know as this country now. Okay? So they need to cr stop crying about that and just make a make do with what they can do. I mean, you can call me insensitive or whatever else, but that was a long fucking time ago. People still crying about stuff a long fucking time ago. Like you have people here, none of them have accents beyond this nation. Okay, all of them speak perfect English and sound American. So I can't assume that any of these people weren't born here or didn't come here and become highly educated or weren't highly educated before they came here. So if you came here and became highly educated, okay, what's the problem? If you're highly educated and you came here, then why did you come here? All right, if, if you're Chinese and you were born here and you, and you have a problem with the way it's white this or it's white that or whatever else, then what do you call all these Asian towns all over the all over major cities Koreatown Chinatown Thai town you know neighborhoods of just Vietnamese and Cambodians uh, neighborhoods of just Brazilians neighborhoods of just Italians neighborhoods like what do you call those places okay because it's just a white thing or, or whatever else no you, you can't go to I don't know if you can really go to many other countries and find an America town or go to uh you know go to singapore and find a russia town you can find parts of cities that stuff like that where they're occupied and that's where a lot of them migrated to and immigrated to fine sure okay but you can go to every asian country and find a chinatown i guarantee you of some size or another okay you have these people i mean like i said i'm just all i'm just getting from this then you have this whole thing where you know you got to blame the people of today for something that happened 200 years ago with the slavery oh I'm, uh, <laughs> the dog's barking coco stop and uh you know and totally disregarding the idea that slavery still exists over in africa to this day with millions of black people in slavery coco sorry millions of black people still enslaved in their own i suppose you could call it their own continent because africa is majority black i believe no one's saying a fucking thing about that not a thing the ignorance in this story in this narrative they're pushing of trying to separate themselves by race again even if they're grouping them all, all together, everybody who's not white into one whole thing, it's ridiculous. I mean, do these people, they sit there and act like they live in this horrible world where, you know, they're going to, they, they, like, they've never been on an airplane before with other mixed of every race possible. Like, do they go on there? Do they have, like, heart attacks? Are they scared? You know, like, what about the successful people in, in their races? What do they say about them? 
Do they ever ask why they don't sit there and go, why don't you do anything for our neighborhoods? Why aren't you buying up the property here and making it nice and making them black-owned buildings or Asian-owned buildings? Are they ever doing that? No, they're getting mad at the Chinese people for going into black neighborhoods and taking over their businesses. Well, why don't you guys take over your own businesses? Why are you selling to them then? The idea that they want to separate and continue to make a race such an issue is beyond me understanding. You know, like, oh, why? Because you don't, you know, you grew up in a white neighborhood with, you know, in, in a mixed family. Yet, get the fuck out of here. I grew up in reality, okay? Race issues are never going anywhere, anywhere, nowhere. They'll be here forever, all right? Because just like if a black person is shot by a cop, a white cop, they hate cops and they hate white people, then as long as that keeps going on, there's always going to be racism. You know why? Because the inverse is true as well. If a black person shoots a Puerto Rican person, that could that Puerto Rican person could end up hating black people. Or the white person you know, could end up hating a Puerto Rican person for being shot by a Puerto Rican or getting in an altercation with a Puerto Rican, okay? It's always going to be there. It's not going anywhere. If you go to other countries where, I don't know, they're mostly white, like, say, Scandinavia, you know, or anywhere else in Europe, or, you know, or you go to Asia where there is barely a black person, there's a lack you don't people don't seem to understand there's a cultural lack of understanding the united states has every culture mixed in it's a melting pot all right every culture is here okay so we have the opportunity on basically every state and within a hundred miles to go out and discover any of these cultures and learn about them to understand them if we choose to all right but everybody hides and stays in their fucking neighborhoods and don't care to find out. Black people won't leave the black neighborhood. White people won't leave their white neighborhoods. Asian people don't leave their Asian neighborhoods. Jews don't leave their Jewish neighborhoods. That's all their fucking fault. When I was a kid, I was 13 years old, 12, 13 years old, I started going into the city because I listened to the music. Uh, I watched the videos, watched the movies, and I wanted to better understand it. So me and a couple of my friends would take the bus 10 miles into Boston, go do our shopping, understand, buy the clothes, buy the music, talk to the people, you know, wheel and deal for, for jewelry, you know, and then we go deeper into the city to do more shopping. And it was just it. You know, we didn't think anything different of it. We just learned about it. It's not hard. I had a buddy ask me this once because he felt like guilty for being white. I was just like, dude, just go. You live in the South. Go to a barbecue place. There's plenty of them around. I'm, I'm sure there's plenty of them owned by black people. You know, go in, in there and ask them and talk to them about them. Say, like, this food's great. Is it a family thing? You, there's so many different ways you can start a conversation. You should be doing that anyway when you go out. You should always get to know people when you go out, regardless of the race or the situation. You know, but if you're purposely going to do that, that's the best way to find out is through food. Food is the greatest way to connect to other cultures. It's everywhere. Everywhere. And when you go places, what's the number one thing that people are always going to do? How's the food when you go to this country? That's what they want to know.
How the people, how the food. But mostly the food, because we all got to eat. We don't have to meet people. Okay? So the fact that there's still people today who cry victimhood and blame other people for their lack of success or lack of feeling good about themselves or whatever it is, is a joke. There's always something you can do. There's always something in your, with your same skin tone who, who could probably do something to help you if you will go out and reach out, okay? It's a different time. And this is all this is right now is history repeating itself back to before the civil rights era, to be honest with you. People are going to still cry about that stuff. The issue isn't about, it's not a political issue. It's a social issue, maybe. I think it's a personal issue. I think a lot of people have a, a complete and utter misunderstanding for themselves and the world around them. And I'm talking about the world that I share with everybody else, their own personal world, whether it's their parents, their friends, the location where they put themselves when they hang out or they go to school or whatever it is. It is a personal issue. The personal choices somewhere along the line have misled them. I've been a curious person basically my whole life. And every time I, want, I had a question, I wanted to find the answer, whether it's a yes or no answer or it's a whole long fucking encyclopedia's worth of answers i would go and find out you know I, when i was i did it a lot more when i was younger and i got to start doing it again but you know when adulting sucks but when you're younger you seem to have a little bit more freedom and i would go and find the answers i like you know i went to california to find a lot of answers to find out you know what it was like to be in the fashion industry i wanted to find out what it was like being in the music industry and the movie industry the adult movie industry um, you know, what it was like being, you know, someone in the hood, what it was like, you know, in every aspect that I could think of, because there was, there was a, a lot of that culture out there. So I went to school out there. I loved it. I used to love LA, hate it now, but it was more me with the fashion and the music and the, just the overall life. Cause it was just, it was easier and more fun to, to, to go discover out there. And, but I wanted answers to a lot of questions. You see it on TV all the time. So I was like, I need to see what's on TV. I met a lot of actors, models, uh, uh, entertainment people, um, rich stay at home, you know, trophy wives. I met everything I could meet in the time that I was out there. And it was fantastic. I met wonderful people. I met a lot of fake people. I met a lot of beautiful people, you know, and it was, you know, it was a tough time personally for me at the same time, but it was a great time in life experiences because it was uh, discovering a whole different world and different cultures, and it was it was great, you know, and that's what you need to do, and that's what people need to do. These people can sit there and claim that they do that, you know, because their experiences, are the, the only experiences they have are these negative ones because they're not putting themselves in positive experiences. You know, I'm not saying every experience that you try to put yourself in is going to be positive, but you can force this experience. You know, I feel like these people that they interview for these type of things are just, you know, you know uh, a bunch of haters. A bunch of people with success who don't understand how they got to success. 
And they could easily go out and prove themselves by doing it somewhere else. And it's not saying leave this country or whatever else because you hate it and yada, yada. It's not that. Prove people wrong. Go to Africa and prove people wrong. They got a booming economy in a couple of countries over there. You know, but go back to pick a nation. Go back to Gambia where where the slaves were coming from. Go back there. And see what they get, what they care about that stuff. Go ask a black person whose family member sold sla- sold their own people to white people. Because don't forget, white people didn't go and just steal these people. They bought them like property. Go over there and ask them if you want to get into the whole slavery thing again. I mean, we could spend forever on that. You know, go ask, um, I don't know, Jay-Z, Beyonce, or any other... At, or any other uh, musician or athlete with millions of dollars, would they be able to make millions of dollars in Nigeria? Would they have been able to make millions of dollars in Italy? I mean, you'd like to think the answer is yes, because if somebody had done something about something and made it possible, but what's the likelihood? What do you think? Do you think they would have gone over to, I don't know, Japan and made millions of dollars the whole lifetime playing football? Nope. Playing basketball? Nope. Playing baseball, maybe. Would you think that you would have, you'd be able to handle the work? You know, the 15, 16 hours a day that the Japanese do on a regular basis? Nope. I will say nope for you. I hate working 12-hour days, but I do. So the reality is it's just a bunch of, it's, it's a documentary, a bunch of fucking crybabies as far as I'm concerned. And then you got white people sitting there, you know, doing the same thing. This isn't just, you know, just for one race or another or all anything, but who's not white. This is for everybody. They might, white people think they're going to be the saviors and they're allowing it. That's the funny part. Like they allow the, they sit there and say white people do this, white people do that, but they don't ever say when white people are, stand, are sticking up for them. It's like they pick and choose their problems. It's fucking mind blowing to me, mind blowing. And white people sitting there thinking they got to apologize to anybody for anything they didn't do is even stupider. It's dumb. This isn't a conversation we should be having. Living life as a victim of something that you weren't even part of, it's stupid. These are the people who sit there and who are miserable in life. We all know them. The ones who are miserable not realizing how good they have it. That's what we, we all have those friends or those family members who think that life is so fucking terrible for them. This is a shitty world. I got a job and a roof over my head. Shut the fuck up. It's just because people want more. People cry for credit. They want social credit. They don't want anything for the people. What the fuck are they doing? Go out and do something. I spent a good chunk of my years volunteering for multiple different things. My family's donating money to multiple different things. Stop doing that. As of late to find a little bit more time for me this past few years. 
okay? So when things needed to be done, we, my father taught me we got to go do it ourselves. If we saw someone needed help or foundation needed help, we wanted to make sure we were there to help that foundation as opposed to just giving them money. That's what these people do. They think that they think they can just sit there and say something and write something, and that's the only difference they can make. Use that power, that name that you gave yourself. Now go do something. Go build something. Go buy a building and house people. Okay? Show your power. It's always about power and money. That's all these people are looking for is more power and money. Why can't you just enjoy the life you live? Enjoy your neighbors. Enjoy your friends. Enjoy your family. Like, do you really think that a whole race is behind you? Or just a bunch of other victims? A good example is that uh, this is a gentleman, James Klug. Uh, Klug. He does um, street interviews in, um, like around Venice Beach, California. And when this whole, whole Joe Rogan thing happened this past week, and they, um, he went out and asked the people, some people out in the street, he always asks people questions about issues going on. He, it's, it's, a, it's a good little series he does. And he asked white people what they felt about it, and they were appalled about it. They had these whole blown explanations about Joe Rogan using the N-word. Then we get to the black people, none of them cared. Because he's like, they're not, he's not using the word to call anybody anything. None of them. I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm sure he came across some that did. You know, but there was more white people who were appalled. Because they generally all were appalled. Versus brown people. That just, it, 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 that, that's very telling. There's people out there who just live their lives and understand it. You know. And that's it. They just understand the world around them. They don't hold things against people. They don't hate them because of a certain look. You know, it's like, it goes along with the people who are hurt, who feelings are hurt by words. None of these people did anything to you. Okay? You don't, if, if, if I was jumped by a group of, uh, I don't know, Chinese people, we'll say. Should I hate Chinese people? Chinese cops shot, you know, my brother. Should I hate Chinese people? Is that's exactly what they're telling me. I should. If a black cop shoots a white kid, that family should hate black people. Because you know, more more whites and Hispanics are killed by cops than black people. I mean, despite what you might think, the one solid database they keep in this country is cop killings. And yeah, so that's just a fact. And no one ever wants to go to the, 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 the cannibalistic murders of races killing their own races. No one ever wants to bring that shit up. You know, rarely do they. No one ever wants to talk about their own races keeping their own people down. It just happens in, in everywhere. You know, these, these supposed minority races rather be chosen for their skin color for something that would quote benefit them and they're okay with it but they don't want to be chosen for the skin colors for being something negative or stereotypical i suppose you got to take it both ways pal it's ridiculous we should not live in a nation that's so full of culture and diversity and sit here and have these stupid social hatred conversations about races trying to get a point across that you could, should be sitting there in your own world and having the conversation and spreading it that way. 
It is a lot better to have a sit-down conversation with the people in your own area and let them do it than try to do it to the masses because you're going to fuck yourself. You're going to have people like me who are going to see that and see how fucking stupid it is because now, I, you know, I wouldn't watch that. If it was a sit-down discussion circle like Vice Magazine used to do and a couple other places used to do, then I would have a probably likelihood to watch it. But the fact that you're gonna, your, your trailer just spews hate, literally spewed hate, and a disdain for one particular race, especially off the title, everything's going to be all white. I'm not going to fucking watch that. I'm not going to pay attention to that shit. I'm going to shit on it. That's a terrible presentation. You were literally, literally just trying to look for one small percentage of people to watch that show. You're looking for every person who hates somebody who's looking for an excuse to continue hating. You are spreading hate is what you're doing. You're not sp spreading a message. You're not proving a point. You're not unifying anybody, that's for sure. You're just taking a group that's already unified and unif give, unifying them more, I guess? Like, what are you doing? This is as obnoxious and stupid and ignorant as I could possibly see anybody doing. Is shit like this. I could be wrong. This could be totally taken out of context and Showtime could have fucked the whole thing up by advertising it this way. Or I could be completely, you know, downplaying this and it could be a lot worse. But I think it's absolutely a fucking ridiculous concept from what I can tell from it. It's stupid. Absolutely stupid. And I think it's a sad state of where this country is to allow such things to exist without... What's the word I'm looking for? Without... People, I don't know, because I feel like... You know, me saying this and people will be coming out saying this, they're all going to be considered racist and haters and whatever else, which I don't really care about. You know, you call me whatever the fuck you want. Um, why can't I think of the word? Without criticism. Duh, simple word. You know, and I mean, that's probably what they're looking for. They're looking for people like me to get fired up, you know, and it does fire me up because it's a ridiculous notion. And it's sickening. It's sickening that, they, that this country wants these type of things. This isn't an open dialogue. They want this stuff. They want people to talk about this show? No. I'm going to talk about it here, but that's, that's, I'm going to end it here. I don't want to know anything more about this show unless it's, you know, unless I'm wrong. I'm sure I'll see clips of it when it's, whenever it's released and blah, blah, blah. I'll probably get, you know, bent out of shape about it then too. But the stuff like this is what ruins the nation. This doesn't make the nation better. This ruins communities or what could be potential communities. You know, this ruins relationships with people that you already have great relationships with. Shit like this doesn't solve problems. It creates them. And it, it, it magnifies ones that already exist. That should, I personally don't think, should be there. I don't. I don't think people should cry about it. If you don't like me, you don't like me. That's it. My, my lack of whatever you might consider success is not because of anybody else but myself. 
People got to stop pointing the fingers at themselves, not their skin tones or their fucking neighborhoods or their parents. Yes, there are rocky roads along the way. If one person who is in your shoes or worse has made it, what makes you think you can't? Why do you, th- why do you think they're just they're outliers? I've heard that term before. Well, those successful people in those races are outliers. Um, why? Why? Tell me, why? Why can't you do it? Because you don't want to? Because you're fucking lazy? Because you got every excuse in the book not to go study and work hard and do something about it? Shut the fuck up. That's what makes America different than anywhere else in this world. You have that ability to do that. But no, you want to suck on the teat of the fucking government or whatever and cry about it. It's a fucking joke. So, without me getting too off the handles of the solo um, mixed minority here, and... I'd like to, you know, maybe someday get a little crew here of um mixed group of white, Puerto Rican, black, you know, and whatever, male, female, I don't give a shit, and discuss this if it becomes a bigger issue. I'm sure the race thing will never end as long as the left keeps pushing, you know, identity politics and um, wokeism, we're fucked. It's, it's just plain and simple. Socially, we're fucked. Isn't stupid. So, uh <laughs> Anyway, thanks for listening to me rant. Uh, don't forget, this is the Our Chitty Opinion Podcast, and uh, we're always triggering leftists one uh, opinion at a time. And don't forget, you can leave a text or voicemail at 339-224-4341. And until next time, see ya. And be happy.